I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Resource Real Talk about Louisville real estate. I'm Gabe Pruitt. And I'm Jay Pitts. And today we are joined by another one of our brokerage's top agents. Tracy French is here. Hello, hello. Tracy, last time you were here, you were not one of our brokerage's agents, though. I was not. You joined the esteemed club of two-time guests. I think it's just you and... Um, well, there's a few, actually. No, yeah, Tom you're right. Tom Tool. Tom Tool and Joe Cicero and a handful of Dustin other people. Dustin Oldfather. Yep. And then... Um, I, think, I think Tracy is the only... So basically, only you're wrong. You're, yeah, she's the only. She's You're only, not special. She's the only local two-time guest. There you go. That's good. Yeah, the only local two-time guest. We All will right. Give you, I'll give you a little. And a lot has changed since the last time we talked to you too. Yeah. Yes. A lot of change. That is true. Change happens, though. You know, change happens in real estate. You know, Tracy. I'll, I'll be fair. Last episode, we had the Hoaglists, Matt Hoagland. Yes. I'm gonna start introducing him that way. Yes. Um, we're gonna blow. The we're, we're, gonna, we're, gonna blow we're gonna blow his podcast up with our. With, with our listener base here. But no, um, I, I, I thrust it upon Matt at the last second to join the podcast, and I think it went very well, which Matt is the kind of guy, as, as Tracy is, um, the kind of person that just, I think, is so genuine that, you know, anytime you give them an opportunity, Tracy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your head up for a second, sorry. Please do. Um, you give them an opportunity <laughs> to talk about things that they're passionate about, and it's just going to be good. Definitely agree the with Period, that. end of story. So, like, frankly... Like we drug Gabe out of the Wendy's drive-through line to get over here, and as you guys, as our regular listeners can tell, that we're we're 26 minutes late going we live. We don't have to go there, but but uh, we it's we we done went there. Sorry, bud. <laughs> I won't go there anymore. How about that? Um, no, so so I, I don't really have anything to talk to Tracy about, but I've got everything to talk to. Tracy I do. About. One thing I know you, you have questions. Last time we talked to Tracy. What what we talked about for those of you that are newer to resource, if you don't remember, how long ago was it too? Do you year know? and a half, two years? It Probably. Had to have been you joined so the brokerage a month in March or so before you started of twenty eighteen. Correct. So, so it, it had to have been before that. I think it was towards the end of twenty seventeen. Yeah. Okay. So a year and a half plus. Two years. It's been two years. Yeah. And at that time, we were talking to you about balancing your schedule. We were talking about time. How you juggled being a solo agent with a ridiculous amount of deals that you were doing yearly on your own. And that right. was the that was the bulk of our conversation, right? It was about how you do it on your own. And right. I think even in that conversation, we might have talked about whether or not you had ever toyed with the idea of having a team. And I'm sure Jay probably suggested that you needed to delegate responsibilities. It was one of those things like, oh, well, I've got this figured out. I'm doing great. Right. And fast forward to today. And what is your situation now? Well, I'm with Remax now. Yes, this is true. <laughs> this hey. is true. Um, and I have a team. It didn't take very long. I think what I came here March, and I think I had a team maybe by the end of the month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but now I have one, two, three, four, five agents on my team. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, it happened rather. For me, it was rather quickly. And just remind me, how long have you been in the business total? How long were you on your own before that? Since June of 2013. Okay. So I was by myself all the way I was by myself 
Five truly years. only on my own for the first four years, three, and then I got an I got a contract to close coordinator my fourth year, and then yeah. Yeah, she got a contract to close close coordinator, but then she still did it all herself. Did all, did all the workers. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You have an amazing. <laughs> she has an amazing assistant, but by my definition, she didn't allow herself to leverage all of the things that she should have leveraged. Oh, yeah. true. I still now, don't. Now, an amazing closing closing coordinator um, it still has a capacity, right, that gets that gets reached. And, you know, Tracy's doing 120 deals a, a year. Solo. So, solo. So, like, I mean, there was plenty of work there for Robin. And Robin did an yeah. amazing job. And you never been, would have been able to do what you did without Robin. But, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're inputting listings at midnight – from you know in your pajamas from your bed with a laptop that that's not exactly leverage right that's not an appropriate amount of leverage which we can delve into or not so my my thought gabe is that everything changes but everything stays the same yeah okay you know so so here we are two years later ish from our last conversation on the podcast and Tracy, I'm staring at her production year to date, 114 closed and pending for $22 million. Now that's part of that is some half sides of transactions. That's right now year to date. Um, But that includes some team production. It does include a hundred percent of the team production. I'm sure there's stuff here that's, that is not included. So that's not the extent of what Tracy's done. That's not that dissimilar from where you were when you, when you came here. Yeah. But you were doing all the work yourself. Right. So, like I said, everything changes and yet everything stays the same. Mm-hmm. So, so when I had the occasion to talk to Tracy before she joined this brokerage, you know, number one, Tracy had the opportunity to, to obviously stay where she was or go anywhere that she wanted to go. Anyone would love to have an agent of Tracy's caliber. I think the thing partially that, you know, we connected over was the idea that she didn't have to take it to the next level. Yeah. She was already there. Like like a sideways, a lateral movement in terms of production yeah. was still a, possibly a win. You know, Tracy, we, we talked a lot about your family in the mm-hmm. last episode as well. I mean, you got for the for those that didn't hear that episode, you have four kids. Right. Four kids that today are probably more active than they were 2 years ago. Right. Wouldn't Fair you guess? Enough. Yeah. Wouldn't you guess? So, so that stuff never goes, that doesn't go away. That just gets harder. Right. So where are you at with all that? Well, for me, it, it was not really, and we, we talked about this before that I may even take a little bit of a dip while I'm, I'm changing my business and it's going to be completely different creating the team and all that good stuff. Um, so just looking at that, knowing that I think last year my production was 22 million so knowing that I was able to, there's many weeks that I don't even go on a showing, but my but with the team still keeping up the production. Let's be honest, not it's not. Twenty two million is more than enough for one person. Yeah. But the fact that we were able to still maintain what I did before and and look like you're going to surpass. I mean, there's still yeah. there's still sixty days left in this month yeah. or in this year. It makes me happy, but if you knew the amount of time that I gained. Yeah. I think we talked about this. I was willing to lose a hundred grand in commission to gain a little bit more time. And sure. everyone's exactly. goals are different, but I think that's exactly the conversation we had. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we can reset this and I'm going to use generalized numbers, but mm-hmm. this was like in the, in the ballpark, you know? 
So you say, hey, Tracy, what's, what are you going to make this year? And I'm just going to pick a number. Let's say 500000 mm-hmm. You're going to make 500000 in gross commissions. What's 20% of 500000 It's 100 grand. That's, this is the conversation we had, right? Yep. How many hours a week do you work on average? Call it 60. 80. <laughs> More like 80, honestly. <clears throat> Let's say 60. What's 20% of 60 hours? That's 12 hours. Okay. Okay. I'm glad he's answering these numbers. So, I would I'm just totally my mouth so, so Tracy, <laughs> would you give up a hundred grand to get back 12 hours a week? And if you would, what would you use that 12 hours for? Mm-hmm. Right. What could your family do yeah. with, with your, with your 100% of your attention for 12 more hours per week? That was, that was the conversation we had ultimately. Yeah. And for me, again, everyone's goals are different for me. That's what the team was for. It yeah. was, I mean, my, my goal, and of course, we know his is to not have any sales at all on the board. Mine was to only do 75 versus what I was. Only. Well, yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah. Instead of 120, but, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was a huge deal to me in my time. And I don't know. It's, it plays, it plays mental games with me sometimes. Um, I have to learn not to look at, at my not the team look at my personal production anymore okay because it's irrelevant now for what my goals are um but it took me a while i'm still working on the delegation part too um, well, i think we're touching on something here let's 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 take a step back so gabe gabe's reaction like struck a chord with me a little bit because it's really hard to explain tracy you and i are unique in that we've both we've both done that mm-hmm. okay not very many people have okay um you know a lot of people, you wouldn't dream of it. Like the thing that really, really stands out to me is how some people are wired a certain way right. to where to us, another deal is another deal. And, you know, it may seem at times that there is a near infinite supply because you're so used to just being able to go and get one. Mm-hmm. Right. And add it to the mix. But to other people, like they wouldn't dream of sacrificing the things that we have sacrificed. Okay. At times in our lives for that level of production, for that level of success, for the pursuit of success that you see in the future. Because literally we look at, we look at this, like there is no limit to where it could go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the, the challenge Gabe that I think, you expressed like with a with a knee jerk reaction sure. to her comment about limiting herself to seventy five sales. Yeah, is the is the reaction that a lot of people would have, but it's just the opposite for she and I. Okay, for us there is never enough. Yeah, and the restraint that we have to exercise, the challenge that we have to exercise, the the, the demon, if you will, is not allowing that desire that 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 drive to consume everything else in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've done 175 deals. Now, it, it's not even my 175 is not as impressive as her 120 because mine was Mostly. like mine was a force multiplier. A lot of it was bank foreclosures and a lot of it was built in. I didn't have to go out and secure that. But I had 175 balls juggled in the air in one year's time and like, you know, and as if that weren't enough, 125 of them being REOs, I did 50 traditional sales on top of it with the yeah. demands that come with that. And that's more traditional sales than most real estate agents will ever close in a single year. So here's something that I'll say about that, because I think that you're 100% correct that there are, even within top producing agents, there's different types of people. There are people where 
they have a specific growth goal and they're like, when I hit this, everything above it is the same to me. I, if I can reach this level of success, I'm not willing to sacrifice more of my time to get a little bit more. Like I'll be happy when I hit this. Mm-hmm. And then of course there's people that are drivers who, if there's more to be had, then I'm going to have it. Right. That kind of mentality. I think what you said though, about it being a constant battle is important because obviously you're not willing to sacrifice everything in your life for one more sale, one more deal. I don't think that's true about either of you. And so what I think is interesting that both of you have done you a while ago and you more recently is found a way to channel that energy and that drive to get more into a way that you can help support other agents by having a team, right? I feel like having a team is a great outlet for someone who is a, a large capacity producer. You get to improve the lives of others who may not share that same drive that you have by constantly giving them opportunities and you start to win back some of that time that you are looking for, right? Right. It's, Does that it's make abso- sense? It's absolutely the way that I, what I have done is I've, I've replaced, and you have to, you have to replace it because it doesn't go away, right? I've replaced my need to have like infinite growth in terms of sales with my need to have infinite impact mm-hmm. on more and more agents. Yeah, and I think and that's the business. healthy way to take that drive, that innate drive, because it can either take you in a healthy direction or in an unhealthy direction, right? No, absolutely. And it, it, it would you, Tracy, would you say that it's a bit of an addiction? I mean, <laughs> have you ever been addicted to anything? I've been addicted to tobacco in my life. Like I was a college baseball player, and I think it's I totally know what that's like. an addiction. That's why when he says earlier something about uh, as far as the time, or most people can't don't, or don't want to even do seventy-five or one hundred and twenty deals. It's sure. not. But that, for me, that was my addiction versus yeah. someone it may be going to the gym. Yeah. Like maybe, so for me, I feel like it's, a, it's an addiction because if you're doing it the right way, you see how, you see how you're affecting other people. Like truly, no, no, I don't know, it sounds, what a, give me, you're the word guy. What word am I looking for <laughs> here? Cliched. Yes. Bam, yeah. look at you, first try. But that is part of the addiction, too. It's just like, yeah. you know, and you just keep going and going and going. But there's so much reward. I think if the reward was not there, yeah. it would not have the same. Well, it's why we're drawn. I often wonder why we're drawn to the industry that we're in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, real estate is inter- interesting. It's like, you know, the island of misfit toys <laughs> in, in some ways because it's like literally like it's so many different personalities end up in this business. Mm-hmm. It's like. You know, how could how could a top agent be this and that type of personality simultaneously? It seems really bizarre to me sometimes. Or one top agent be this way and a totally different exa- type of person ex- also be a top exactly agent. That's exactly what I mean. Like you could have this way of doing it and this way of doing it, and they both are equally effective. Am I in front of the camera, Marcy? Sorry about that. Um <laughs> So, Director Marcy. Marcy's going to get, like, a, an Emmy for this by the time we're an Oscar or whatever it is. By the time <laughs> what's, what's the awards for podcasting? I don't know. Oh, anyway, yeah, it's an For Emmy. podcasting, for I don't podcasting, know if they have Are there yet. awards? Okay, well, anyway. It's the ones that they don't show on TV. It's audio only. We'll call them the, the, pod, the, the, pod, the podcasties. Um, anyway, so I've totally <laughs> lost my train of thought. Island I've got a train of thought Island, Island of Misfit Toys, crazy. But, you know, people like Tracy and I, we share. We share a certain thing. Well, I think more than just you and Tracy share it. One thing I know about resource is that a lot of the people that watch and listen are people that would identify as being in in your all's boat, I would think. So, Tracy, I would love to hear this from you because a lot of our listeners have heard this from Jay. But in your limited and, and new experience as a team leader, 
What would you say to someone who's listening right now who is doing tons of deals? They're definitely what you would call successful in the real estate business, but their time is just like the thing that they can't get back. And they've thought about starting a team, but maybe they're nervous about having people that rely on them. Maybe they're nervous about giving up some of that control like Jay was talking about. What would your advice be to someone listening right now that's maybe on the edge of starting a team or they're just not sure? I I would almost have to ask them where first where are your where's your business coming from you know if you to some people i don't know if you're getting a lot of sphere business or business that you're not paying for um it would and i don't know again i'm I'm, i still consider myself new and learning on this whole team thing as well but for me it helped that i had i was spending zero marketing dollars on zillow or any of that before i created my team okay um, I, I actually, I take that back. I had like a $60 a month homes.com account or something, but your overhead was low. It was very low for lead so acquisition. For me, yeah. I was able to still tap into my sphere and have enough business to share, but I added, I incorporated, you know, the online leads and all of that. And it, for me, it, it made sense. I just, I had, a, I guess it, I don't know. It depends on what your goal is. Do you have the, cause it's, obviously your expenses are going to go up. Yeah. You're going to have to spend more money to make more money and to make sure that your team, I don't know. That's, you need to ask him that question. I'm no, really, no, no, you're making the, you're making the point. It's, <laughs> no, it's, it's, I, I it's, the, totally the object is not saying. to spend less. It's to make more. I think I, me so. personally, if someone came to me with that, I would have more questions. You know, it's not, I mean, if it's time, yes, the team can help, but there's, there's more to it than that. There's well, other, the people, the people like you, Tracy, you come to a team late because, you thrive on the activity of generating all the business. Mm -hmm. You thrive on being able to keep it all in line. Like you're the one that can, right? And yielding that control is troublesome. It's not just the discomfort associated with, with, with having more expense, you know, that that's part of it for sure. But you like, you celebrated. I don't know if you remember this, but like you and I talked. I mean, Tracy and I have been friends for how many years? Five, six, seven years. We've been talking. One just, of those. you know. Tracy's like, well, friends? Like, we've been friends. <laughs> we are homies. For, which, by the way, homies. We are homies, homies. before we've we known are. That's right. By the way, Lana Gibbons, everyone, with the uh, People's Choice Podcast Awards. Oh, she dropped a link. She dropped a link in the thread. So <laughs> leave, it, leave it to Lana. Um, so, no. Um, Thank you, Lana. That was that was awesome. This is way better than the podcasties. How long have you and Tracy been friends? We've been friends for a while. Okay. And we've yes. talked for a while. But when we used to talk prior to she her joining this brokerage and, and embarking on this kind of team journey, she would celebrate to me her ability to keep it all together. Mm-hmm. That was That's one right. of the big totally things did. we talked about. And she and and it well in, in my truthfully, what I always thought was that's what you gotta tell yourself. Yeah. That's what you gotta tell yourself to do the crazy shit that you're doing. Meanwhile, I'm crying in my bedroom because I'm so stressed out. And I'm, my husband's like, why are you crying? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, well, I'm keeping it all together. Well, what was that's last just, week's episode about with, with Hoagie? We talked about self-talk, right? And I yeah. feel like having positive self-talk and being willing to congratulate and affirm yourself through stressful events like that is probably what led to a lot of your success. Well, Tra- Tra- Tracy didn't know how to do it. I mean, like business came to her very quickly because of who she is and what she is and how she did things. And she didn't know it any other way. Yeah. Like she'd been crazy from day one. Like she's <laughs> no, always so been true. out of her depth. Yeah. Like in truth, in truth, it wasn't that much different for me. When you, when you happen like this, you have a particular set of skills, a particular personality, 
like like the stars line up and you're just like shot out of a cannon and you're like literally just trying to stay afloat the entire time and you find ways to do it and you don't know how to do it any other way. Yeah. It's scary. When she talks about like not tricking herself into like getting like disappointed when she looks at her own personal production and it's 60% of what it once was. But then she looks at her closing numbers and they're ahead of where she right. was. And she thinks about the 15 hours a week that she doesn't spend anymore doing nonsense. Exactly. That is, yeah. that, is that, that she's grown beyond like that's the stuff that's really good. Like, like, do you have these moments? I have these moments, these moments where I don't know what to do. Like what? Wait, much different than like, I don't know how I'm going to get to all of this. I'm like, hmm, what should I be doing right now? Yeah. That's amazing. And I'm like, that's I don't never, have to do anything. That's never happened before. <laughs> I might be able to sleep tonight. That's not, that's never happened before. Like, you know, I don't wake up in the middle of my, in the middle of the night, Gabe, like, and go, oh, I forgot to send that repair request. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know you've had that. We've I talked totally, about that one. Like, it. just not being crazy. Yeah. Like, living a You know, it, it really is refreshing to me when I talk to agents that it never occurs to them. They do. They have a good business, but it never occurred to them to be stupid the way that I've been stupid in my life at times. <laughs> well, some like, of it's about taking risks. I don't know if stupid's the word, but like... No, stupid. It is stupid that I did some of the things that I did, that I assumed responsibility. And and it's, it's all in good... It's all well-intentioned. You know, Tracy... In addition to being addicted to being successful, you're addicted to helping people. And when somebody comes yes. to you, do, do you remember the weekend before you joined this this office? Do you remember what happened? Uh, did I cry? No. <laughs> I mean, maybe you did. I don't know. So Tra- I mean. Tracy texts me a picture of a car on blocks oh, that was parked right. in front of a house that she was showing in a not so nice mm, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And you can imagine the price on that house that she was showing was not that yeah. was not substantial. Like the commission she was she was due to earn was not fantastic. Yeah. Okay, and and I responded with a picture sitting at uh, St. Patrick's Parade. Mm-hmm. Right, I was sitting at a St. Patrick's Parade the same time, like with my kids enjoying my weekend yeah. while she's out showing shitty houses. Yeah, yeah, totally true. Okay, and like I'm pretty sure that that moment did have something to do with your decisions. Yeah, I remember. It's like, why are you doing this again? Like, yeah. and, and I don't, I don't want to say that to say I'm not a, I'm not above that. That's Absolutely, I want to make yeah. that very clear. Um, but I am to a point in my business to where, you know, for you example, a newer choices. agent would love to be, you know, I just, again, it's all about time management. Yeah. And, Tracy, everybody deserves great representation. Okay. Yeah. But you deserve, as you know, I'm talking to you like two years ago, you deserve to be able to spend a night with your family unencumbered by, you know, over promising. Yeah. Right. And, and you can't be all things to all people. Right. And if you're going to spend your time, you should do it in the most profitable way possible. And showing a $19,000 house is probably not what you need to be doing with your time. Yeah. You had more leverage than that, than what you were using. Yeah. Yeah. You had enough leverage. Or she should have. Yeah. And she got it. She went and got it. So here we are. The world didn't end. No, it did not. When you sold less than, you know, three figures in the number of houses a year. Like when you, you went into double digits instead of triple digits. The year's digits. not over. <laughs> she, well, true. I said that and she's at 114. I don't know. We have to dissect that number a little more. Well, speaking of this no, year. Okay. Realistically, my number right now is probably 68 or something. Okay. And I have a few clothes. I mean, yeah. I could do. Much more sensible. I could do. Yes, I'm, I'm getting better. 
Yeah. And next year, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you, and this is kind of leading into what you were saying. I know that the team is still relatively new. This is your first full year with the with the team, yes. right? And so I was going to ask you, since it's still in a really formative phase, I know that it could all look different next year. You never really know because we're still figuring it out. But uh, what are your team goals right now? Like, Do you have like stated team goals that you go- know you guys are after? Or is it more like we're just paddling and figuring out how to tread water until we have a plan together? So the way that I've approached it is – individual goals with them i guess if you add all of that up that would give you our team goal okay but it's more but, individualized approach yes with them Which like, it should what be. is your goal that's good it should be and but next year i think and I've, I've told them a little bit about this too i do think it's going to be more of i mean obviously i want them to have their goals but being a team leader you know there are certain requirements that i'm going to need to put in place and what i expect of them at the same time so i think that I'm also going to have a goal for them in addition to their goal, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we, pacing it out that way, it sounds pretty wise also. Like yeah. not trying to do stuff like that from day one yeah, while your team is not as cohesive as it could be, you know. Try to say, well, this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. Yeah. I think for me, like all of the agents that are on my team, a couple of them came from another brokerage, but they didn't really do a whole lot before. So I figure I look at them as newer agents and – watching them like one of my agents quit her full-time job and she's a single mom quit her full-time job and she's it's jennifer y'all know people watching it's jennifer yeah shout Um, out um but for me and that's i think i've i've called him excited sometimes like i my the excitement that i get is different now i get excited off of what they are doing and it it makes me feel good that maybe i'm teaching them a little bit of something oh yeah building their confidence a little bit You'll hear me talk about confidence all the time. Well, when you have somebody that does that, like that makes a leap like that, um, I mean, that shows you that they've got everything internally that they need to be successful. Because it's easy, I think it's, and I'm not in a leadership capacity, so I'm speaking hypothetically, but I think it's easy as a leader to see when someone makes a leap of faith like that, you can say, oh my gosh, they have so much faith in me. Mm. They must really trust me if they're willing to do that. But what's really happening is you're seeing someone who has a ton of faith in themselves. People don't make choices like that because there's a leader that they like. People make choices like that because, and maybe you've given them, you've shown them that they can trust themselves to make that leap. And that might be a little bit of what happened when you join, like Jay, I don't think that you. It's coming. I don't no, think Jay. I don't think Tracy came here because she trusted you, but I think you revealed herself. to her that she could trust herself to make the that's leap. Does that, that make sense? That, that, that's that's quite possible. I think there's something to do with leadership, Gabe, because there's an example that has to be set. Sure. But you can't do it for them. Yeah. You know, like I remember distinctly the first time um, an agent joined us back in the day. You know, when it was just me me and an assistant, you know, and, and somebody staked their livelihood on their success in real estate at my direction, right? right? At my, at my lead. No, no, it wasn't up to me. I can't do it for me. You lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Sure. Right. And, but, but it, they expect you to set an example, right? I, I think there is no doubt that Jennifer would have struggled to have the confidence to do this right now had it not been for Tracy. Yeah. Right? Right? But Tracy so. couldn't do the work for her. She just, all she could do was set the example. Yeah. You know, and, and Gabe, to your point also, highlight the things that are in her that she doesn't know is there that Tracy sees because she's been there, she's done it, she's yeah. battled the demons, 
right? Because as as confident as Tracy is in her business, there was a time probably when she wasn't. Right. And if she's honest with herself, it was a bit of fear. She knew she could do it the way that she had been doing it before she came here. And it seems kind of crazy, but she was probably scared to try the team thing because that was different. It was new. And the opportunity to fail was there. And it seemed greater, more likely to her than just doing it the way that she had been doing it for the three years prior. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to leadership, it it is exposing. It is exposing what somebody already has. Yeah. And I feel like, especially with leaders, there's the type of people that, because nobody starts in real estate and it just is just off the race. Like we have agents that have hot starts, but everyone experiences some of the growing pains of becoming a real estate agent. I feel like there's the people that, they hit those growing pains and they get chewed up and spit out. And then there's the other people that learn from their mistakes and they just continue getting What if better, I tell better. you I've never hit those growing pains yet? No. It's just been smooth sailing. I, I mean, that's great news if it's true. No, I, I, read, I, I, I recall. I just can't. Um, I don't believe. I've hit growing pains, but not in as far as like. I've never hit growing pains as, as far as like being able to get business, being able to close deals. My growing pains may be other things, but... Well, and it's, moment, it's important to remind viewers who aren't super But familiar. I've always been in real estate when the market was good. Okay. That's not true. That's, that's a qualifier that, that you're trying to... That's not understood. You got in in 2013, you said. Yeah. The market wasn't 2013 like it is today, or like it was last year. Well, no. Like it was. I mean, but it wasn't 06. Like, it wasn't 06, 07, 08, 09. Well, like I was but saying, though, it it's important matter. to keep in mind that your particular brand of marketing and real estate and the way that you've reached out, like you said, has always been really sphere heavy. I feel like you're someone who has a, a really good grasp on how to engage your sphere of influence. And that's always been how you've done your business, right? I think that and the reason that I say that is because I feel like so many people use excuses as to, let's say, for example, people say, oh, well, you shouldn't list your house during the holidays because it's slow. Yeah, blah, Is blah, it blah. really slow? Or are you just telling yourself, it's slow yeah. because those have been my busiest months of the year. Oh yeah. We talk about that a lot, but I say that, you know, when I first got in, I didn't know anything. I didn't compare myself to anything. I just knew I got in and I got business immediately and I kept it. I sold from June to December in my first half year. I think I closed 17 deals in my first year in the business. I closed 50, 51, I believe, mm-hmm. but it, I didn't, I, I think it's, when you get in and you tell yourself things are going to be a certain way or it's going to be this or it's going to be that. I went in with no expectations, but I knew I was going to hustle my rear end off. Yeah. And I think that, I don't know, I, now I forget my mushy brains forgot where I was even going. No, I, all of that makes sense to me. So you give up your short memory recall skills when you get into real estate. <laughs> talking about making right. sacrifices. Yeah. No. And I'm, I'm sick. So I, like, as well, I'm talking, my head is like throbbing. Uh, mm. And I'm, but but I'm good. But she's not going to use that as an excuse. Of course not. No, Tracy's Never. a great Tracy's a great example <clears throat> on why the market, while it may be seasonal, while it may be cyclical, the best don't succumb to that challenge. And 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 you know, I could say a lot of great things about Tracy, and I'm I, you know, and I will. But I think same. I think we've well, that's for, nice you. Of you. for you for you. You can <laughs> say a lot of good things catch. about yourself too. I would I would I would totally <laughs> buy into that. I think that's probably all that all that we have time for today. But before we leave, I, I just want I want to go back and revisit one topic. Okay, you know, 
if you're one of these agents, right, where uh, there enough, there is never enough. Okay, I caution you. Okay, regardless of where you're at in that journey, whether you're in year one or year seven of that journey, it will catch up to you. It will. You need help. Yeah. Not only do you need help, this industry is going to require that you move in that direction or you will not succeed forever at the level that you hope. Plateau. You will plateau and you will descend because teams can outperform an individual. doesn't matter how qualified an individual is. Tracy is a perfect example. Tracy, in order to continue providing the level of service that she want and continue to grow her business, she had to sacrifice things in her life that she didn't, she shouldn't have had to things that she didn't want to things that she would not have allowed herself to continue sacrificing forever. Okay. And you know, I'm hearing stories about people in the prime of their career, getting out of real estate and going to do something else. And that is a result of the dynamic I'm talking about. So, you know, whether it be reaching out to us, Tracy, or your broker or whoever, right. And figuring out how to leverage appropriately, whether it be through money, technology, or people, those are the three ways that you can, you can leverage in your business. You got to get it. You got to do it because nobody needs to be sitting in their pajamas at 1230 at night and putting a listing. Nobody needs to be, nobody needs to be, (laughs) nobody needs to be showing a house with, you know, when you got a hundred sales, you know, for the year, with with a car on block sitting out in front of it while your family is off doing something completely different. Yeah. Okay. Just because you can sell a hundred homes a year yourself doesn't mean you should. No. Wise. Unless you're young, single, no family, and you have I don't know. Nothing else. It it doesn't even like honestly. I don't know. I I don't even think it's good enough. Then I don't care who you are. Like it's 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 not a life that you want to be living for very long. Okay. Yeah. I mean. That that's the truth. I mean, I I literally I was having a conversation with a good friend this morning. Um, shout out to Brian Wiegand at Century Mortgage, great guy. You know, and I told him I said, you know, I'm really thankful that I've made the choice in my business a couple of years ago to move in the direction I am because you know I got a three week old, and I can't possibly imagine a life that required me to go on as many listing appointments and as many showings as I used to. Like I cannot fathom a life like that right mm-hmm. now. So. Anyway. Well, yeah, maybe this is the tip then. If you're someone out there that's listening and you sell 100 homes a year and you're getting ready to do goals for 2020, maybe instead of making your goal 150 homes next year, make it 100 homes in 20 less hours a week. Figure out how to do the exact same number in less time. That's an admirable goal. And the goal. truth is, Tracy hasn't made any less money. And I told her it would be that way. I told her what she did best was find the business and she's continued to find it. And all you have to really do is leverage out a certain percentage to capture recapture a certain amount of time. And then you... You know, the, the rising tide, it raises all ships. Yep. So that's all I got for this week, guys. Tracy, you got any parting words? Thank you for enduring your cold to be our guest. Oh, yes. you're welcome. Absolutely. In case you can't read her path.